What a privilege, what a privilege, what a joy it is to be able to unite with you one more time. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. And let me first uh, begin by sharing my words of thanks and appreciation to these elders, Elder Michael J. Smith, Elder uh, B.J. Hubbard, and Elder Chris Barnes for their continued sharing of their gift uh, throughout the month of October. We have indeed been blessed as we have walked through the entire book of Proverbs, uh, seeking him uh, in the verbs. And I pray that you have been encouraged by that sermonic series, by the devotionals that were handwritten, penned by our own membership and our special guest, Pastor Kenneth Stewart, and to Pastor Purvis Hall. Thank each of you for your uh, participation and for the sharing of your gifts in the building of God's people. We have indeed uh, been blessed. And I pray that you have been encouraged by midweek study as they have walked through uh, those sermonic discussions and uh, each week. And so we hope that you have been able to tune in. If not, certainly I encourage you, encourage you to go back in your own quiet times and uh, pull them up. Uh, it is indeed available. In fact, the beauty about the book of Proverbs is that uh, there are 31 of them. And at any moment, at any time, you can go back and be encouraged by God's word. And I pray that uh, you will indeed make those devotionals uh, available uh, to you for your own personal growth and development. Well, let me also begin by saying thank you for uh, your very kind gifts and your love and your appreciation and uh, for your uh, drive-by uh, birthday parade. Well, what indeed a shock. We were indeed shocked, Lady Sherry and I, as you uh, lined up and honked your horns and showed your love and appreciation. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Well, we are now coming to, uh, we're in a brand new month. Much has happened over the landscape in these last few days. In fact, uh, we're on the threshold of uh, having a brand new president. In, and well, I'm not going to say that. But we're in the threshold of having a brand new president. And uh, so somebody will be leading this country here uh, as we move forward into this new year. And we want to say thank you for you going out and uh, exercising your right uh, to vote. Amen. Amen. This month, we're in November. We're in the, the month in which we uh, pause to give thanks and gratitude to our God, who has indeed been gracious and kind to us. And so over the next few weeks, next few weeks, I'm asking you to partner with us as we look at 21 days, 21 days, 21 days of gratitude as we talk about this idea, as we develop this lifestyle of thankfulness to a God who is certainly worthy uh, to be praised. And so as we begin uh, week one of this sermonic discussion, I want to ask that you would turn in your Bibles to uh, Psalms 136, Psalms 136. Now, I want to read for your hearing the first three verses. However, today, I want to read it uh, from Eugene Peterson's The Message Bible. When you're there, say amen. If you're still looking for it, say wait for me. Amen. Yeah, amen, amen. Psalms 136, verses 1 through 3, as we begin this sermonic dialogue on uh, 21 days of gratitude. 
The word of God says, thank God. <laughs> I could close the Bible and just preach that just right there. But Eugene Peterson continues to write. He says, thank God. He deserves your thanks. His love never quits. Thank the God of all gods. His love never quits. Thank the Lord of all lords, because his love never quits. Let's bow forward a prayer. Our Father in heaven, we come before you one more time to say thank you so much for your goodness to us, for your love towards us, and for the peace that you give us. Father, as we open up the pages of your book, we pray that you would indeed speak to our hearts and help us, God, to behold the marvelous truths that are written in your law. And we'll be careful to give you the praise. We say not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto your name we give glory for your mercy and truth's sake. In Jesus' name. All of God's people said amen. amen. I want to put a title on this text, and I want to talk just for a few minutes from this thought. I owe God. Would you help me to encourage somebody and just say, I owe God. Amen and amen. My brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you this morning that there is no greater feeling in the world than being debt-free. Y'all don't hear me yet. You see, when you've been in financial bondage for so long, there's no greater joy. There's no greater freedom than having those financial chains broken over your life. Say amen when you can. In fact, Experian, one of the nation's largest credit reporting bureaus, released a report in which it announced that consumer debt in America exceeds, listen, $14.1 trillion. Did you hear that? America, consumers, that's people who look like you and me, are in debt some $14.1 trillion. Dollars, But wait, this is the fact that blew my mind. Experian also said in their report that the average American owes $90,460. In other words, we, we, you and I, uh, uh, when we Factor in our portion of the debt. Many of us are in debt, $90,460. Somebody say that's a lot of debt. That means people of all ages, members of the silent generation, that's those who are 75 and older, members of the baby boomers, that are those who are 56 to 74. I see some in here. Generation Xers, that are those who are 40 to 55. Millennials who are 24 to 39. Generation Zs, they are the ones who are 18 to 23, are in financial calamity. I don't know if you've ever been there. 
I don't know if you've ever been in debt, but can I just testify and say it's not a good feeling? Can, can I get a witness here? You see, I, I've been in debt. I know what it means to have bill collectors calling. I know what it means to have bill collectors calling your home and your job and even your cell phone. Can we just keep it real in here? I, I, I got tired of Macy's and MasterCard and Montgomery Wars hunting me down like a, a bloodhound. Yeah, yeah, wanting what I legitimately owed. I got tired of credit card companies and student loan officials pursuing me like Tommy Lee Jones tracked down Harrison Ford in the fugitive. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. It's not a good feeling to owe. So can I tell you what I did? I got serious. Paid off my debt in time. And I eventually, in time, I paid off Macy's. In time, I eventually paid off MasterCard. And in due course, I paid off Montgomery Ward. But my brothers and sisters, when I perused the premises of our passage this morning, I discovered that I owe another debt. Y'all not listening to me. I, I owe a debt to one that I would never be able to repay. I, I discovered that God doesn't need my tens and my twenties because he owns it all. Can I get a witness here? The Bible says the earth is the Lord's <laughs> and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell that in. In other words, God owns it all. God don't need your tens and your twenties. Can I get a witness? But somebody said money can buy a whole lot of things. Money can buy you medicine, but it can't buy you health. Money can buy you a house, but it can't make you a home. Money can buy entertainment, but it can't buy happiness. Money can buy food, but it can't buy an appetite. Money can buy a cross, but it can't buy a savior. Money can buy you a good life, but it can't purchase eternal life. God doesn't need your tens and your twenties because he owns it all. But this text is tailored to teach us what God wants is our thanks. Are you listening to me? I said God wants our thanks. He's not interested so much in your tens and your twenties. Then he is in our thanks. The psalmist in our text says, thank God. To thank God means to show divine appreciation for what he's done. To thank God means to take an assessment of your own life and acknowledge where God has brought you from. The writer, the writer of Psalms 136 says, thank God. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, the question then is why should we thank God? It's right here in the text. We, we should thank God because here it is. I ain't trying to fool you. I'm not trying to trick you up. I'm just walking you through the passage. Uh, the text says that we ought to thank God because he deserves it. Oh, my goodness. The Bible says thank God because he deserves it. Uh, in other words, can I just hoverize this? Pay God <laughs> because he deserves it. The psalmist says, pay God because God deserves your thanks. Linguists, these are people who study language. They tell us that there are 171,476 words in the English language. Yet the word that leaps out of this simple sentence is the verb deserves. Somebody say deserves. The psalmist declares that we ought to thank God because God deserves it you should have you should have been shouting right there you you missed your shout cue May, maybe uh you missed it because uh you're not sure of the verb deserve can i teach this just for a minute 
the, the word deserve has several meanings, Elder. Uh, when, when you look carefully at this word, it applies to one who has done something of worth. It, it means to be worthy. Are y'all listening to me? Everybody, I want, can I just pause here parenthetically and tell you that? Everybody don't deserve what we give them. <laughs> Some of us extend more appreciation to others than we do to God. But wait, wait, wait. Secondly, 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 it means one has gained the right to be thanked because of their acts <laughs> and their qualities. Oh, my goodness. Thirdly, can I keep going? Thirdly, it means to be extended merit because he has earned it. I got to keep going. Fourthly, it means to be entitled because of past actions, present acts, and future activities. I'm about to shout myself right through here. See, see somebody say deserves. But wait a minute, there's, a, there's another word, another word, another word, another definition that arrested me. And this one means, uh, means to be rewarded or owed because of what they have given and merited. Uh, uh, I can't testify for you, but when I think of the goodness of God and how his love never quits, I owe God. I said, when I look back over the inventory of my life, I owe God. Just a while ago, I was perusing uh, the manual of uh, 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 Dave, 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 Dave Ramsey. And Dave Ramsey suggested that if you want to get out of debt, the first thing you got to do is you got to take an inventory of where you are. Y'all not going to talk back to me. He says you got to take an inventory of where you are. And I discovered that if I'm going to get out of debt with God, if I, because I can't really get out of debt, but if I'm going to start paying him what he deserves, I got to take an inventory of my own life. And when I look at my own life, I have come, the, the, the assessment tells me that I owe God. I owe God every time he looked beyond my faults and he saw my knees. I owe God every time he should have killed me, but he let me live. I owe God for every time he forgave me when I said I wouldn't do it again, but I did it anyhow. I, I owe God for every time he put food on the table and gas in my tank. Y'all not going to say amen. I owe God for every time he said yes when others said no. I don't know about you, but I owe God for all that he's done for me. Can I get a witness here? I want to know, is there anybody who would testify with me and just type in the chat box, I, I owe God, I, I owe God, I, I owe God. That's the truth of the matter is I owe God. I owe God a debt that I cannot repay. I'm indebted to him for all that he has done for me. And I got a sneaking suspicion that I'm not the only one <laughs> in debt to God. All of us have a debt that we cannot pay. Can I get a witness here? The psalmist instructs us that this day that the Lord has made uh, to develop us a lifestyle of thanking God. You see, he deserves my thanks. I got to say that one more time. He deserves my thanks. He deserves my thanks. I got you got to let that sink in. He deserves my thanks. Can I just give you two reasons why? Uh, first of all, it is because God, through his son, Jesus, who is the Christ, paid a debt that he did know. Oh, y'all missed that. You see, Jesus didn't sin, but we did. Jesus didn't go against God. We did. 
And when someone has paid your debt, the proper response is to say, thank you. Oh, y'all not going to say it. Somebody ought to help me to say it right now. Somebody say, thank you. You see, the proper response when somebody has paid your debt is just simply to say, thank you. But secondly, God deserves my thanks and your thanks because, it's right here in the text, his love never quits. <laughs> Did y'all see that? You see, I owe God my life. I owe God my labor. I owe God my love. I owe God my gratitude because his love never quits. Can I make it personal? His love for me <laughs> never quits. You see, when other people abandon you, he's still right there. When others forsake you, he's still right there. When you, when you have no one to turn to, you will discover that he's right there. Yeah, yeah. And you ought to thank God because his love never quits. He deserves it. But wait, I see something else. Not only should we pay God, but we should also praise God. It's in the text. You see, the text says, uh, uh, thank mm -hmm, the God of all gods. Y'all missed that already. You see, you missed the reason why we should praise God. Why should we thank God? I'll read it one more time for you. Thank the God of all gods. His love never quits. You still didn't get it. I, I got to read it for you one more time with emphasis. Thank the God. Of all gods, his love never quits. You see, we pay God because he deserves it, but we praise God because he's supreme. <laughs> I said he's supreme. You see, our God is not a God. In fact, as uh, God's earthly reporter, I've got breaking news for you. This news is fresh off the heavenly wire. The report says there is no other God but our God. <laughs> And my brothers and sisters, there is no one or no thing that compares or competes with our God. Somebody say he's supreme. Y'all don't understand what supreme Moses said in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. He says, the Lord your God is supreme over all gods and over all powers. He is great and mighty and he is to be obeyed. He does not show partiality and he does not accept bribes. Oh my God, y'all missed that. Can I, can I give you the cliff note version of this? All Moses is simply saying is that God is supreme. <laughs> And we ought to praise God because of what theologians call the supremacy of God. God, can I tell you something about God and his supremacy? He does not like to be taken for granted. Can I get a witness here? I said he does not like to be taken for granted. Just this weekend and this weekend, this weekend, uh, uh, golfers, I know there are not many golf people who are listening to me right now. Don't turn me off. But listen, golfers from all over the world, some of the greatest golfers are converging on our city. They're, they're tuning up for uh, the most prestigious tournament that's going to happen in another week, which is called the Masters. But they, they're, they're gathering here to tune up, and some of the best golfers in the world are here. But, 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 but can I tell you something? A golf club in my hand. It's, it's, a, it's a good club, <laughs> but, 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 but it won't do what Tiger Woods would do. 
Y'all not hear what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a, a tennis racket in in Venus Williams' hands is is an awesome thing compared to a tennis racket in in my hand. But but the good news is there's nobody who can compare to our God. Because when we talk about golf, you can compare Tiger Woods. When you talk about tennis, you can compare Venus Williams. When you talk about runners, you can compare Usain Bolt. But but when you talk about God, nobody, can I get a witness here? Nobody compares, nobody can compete with him. And you ought to thank God because he's supreme. Uh, he's supreme. Nobody else is like him. Nobody compares to him. Nobody can 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 be him, even though they want to be like him. <laughs> Isn't that what Satan? Isn't that what Lucifer? Isn't that what the star of the morning? He got in trouble because he tried to ascend and be like God. He wanted to put his throne above God, but God said, hold on, little young fella. I, I am the supreme one. There is no one greater than me. Nobody can take my seat. Nobody can take my throne. Gee, we owe him because he's supreme. Can I get a witness? Well, let's come on and take this thing to the house. Not only, not only, not only, not only are we, uh, do we owe God, do we, we ought to pay God, and we ought to praise God. But, but the final thing in the text, verse number three, tells us that we ought to promote God. We ought to promote him. Yeah, we ought to promote him. Here it is right here. Look at, look at what it says. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Of all laws. You see, we ought to promote God because he's the ruler. You see, God is not only supreme, but he's also the ruler. In other words, he's the one in charge. That there's nobody else who, who can be like him. He's the one who calls the shot. Anybody else is just a little Lord. <laughs> you see, that's why we ought not get upset with what the president does and says. Because in a very real sense, he's not in charge. Oh, my God. He's just a little Lord. <laughs> we ought not get upset when nation, other nation or national rulers and boss men and supervisors and, and corporate giants and owners uh, do certain things because they are just little lords. But, 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 but psalmist tells us, we don't know who wrote this text, but the psalmist tells us that we ought to thank the Lord of all laws. In other words, not only is he supreme, but he is also ruler. <laughs> I know we don't like that kind of term. We don't like that kind of kind of language. We, we don't like that because we want folk to feel sorry for us. But, we, but, but, but isn't it good to know that the Lord that we serve, he pities the sorrowful. Isn't it good to know that he protects? Yeah, he protects uh, 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 the helpless. Isn't it good to know that he provides for the, the needy? You see, the Lord that we serve, he's Lord of all. Can I get a witness here? But but I got to rush on to a close. I, in other words, we, we, ought to, we owe God. We owe God so much because of all that he's done for us. And so as we move into these 21 days, I want you to wrestle with the idea that God uh, is worthy of your thanks. And, and so when you wake up on Monday morning, you ought to, and your feet hit the ground and your, and, and your body stands up straight, you ought to thank God for, as my grandmother used to say, life health and strength. 
when 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 you move into the kitchen and you uh, put the, the the coffee into the into the coffee maker and and the bacon and the eggs start uh, perfuming the house. You ought to thank God for food on the table. Can I get a witness here? And when you get in your car and you start driving off to uh, your job, you ought to pause and thank God for a place to provide for your family. Because he is not only worthy of the praise, but you and I, because we owe so much, <laughs> we can never catch up to the debt that we owe him. And no matter how many payments that we make, you can make a payment on Monday, you can make a payment on Tuesday, you can make a down payment on Wednesday, you can send in another collection on Thursday, and when Friday gets here, don't you forget, when you get paid, pay him. Oh, y'all not going to see here what I'm saying. On Saturday, pay him. On Sunday, pay him, because you and I have a debt that we can never repay. No matter how much we put on our tab, no matter how much we snowball, we can never, yeah, get out of debt with our God. Because every time that I think about his goodness and every time I think about his mercy and every time that I think about his grace, I get further and further and further into his debt. Why? Because he's been good to me. Woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. Put me in my right mind. Gave me life health and strength, food on the table, gas in the tank, money in the bank account. But wait a minute. Not only did he do all of those things, but he did something greater. Oh, one day he saved my soul. The Bible says, I, the songwriter says, I was seeking deep in sin, far from a peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, but I was seeking to rise no more. But the master, y'all not hear what I'm saying, of the sea, he Heard my despairing cry, and from the waters he lifted me, and safe am I. It was love that lifted me. That's why his love never quits, because his, he, it was love that lifted me. It was love that caused him to hang out on a hill called Calvary. It was love that caused him to put nails in his hands and nails in his feet. It was love that caused him to die on that cross. It was love, I tell you that caused them to put him in a borrowed tomb, but somebody ought to holler with me early, early on a Sunday morning. Love got up. I wish I had some help here. Love got up, love got up, love got up, and not only did love got up, love paid the penalty for our sins. Love made a transaction with God that can never be taken away. Love never quits. And so when people abandon you, don't you forget about it. You ought to thank God that his love never quits. When people forsake you, don't you forget, don't you worry about it, because his love never quits. When people don't do what you expect them to do, when they miss your expectation, don't you worry about it, because his love never quits. We got to pay God because he's been good. We got to, yeah, yeah, promote God. Because he is so deserving. But don't you forget, we also got to praise God because he's worthy to be praised. Let's make every day of our lives, in fact, let's not push it so far. Let's keep it simple. Let's, over the next 21 days, focus on having a thankful lifestyle. 
I don't care what happens in your life. Thank God. Thank God. Show him the appreciation. Give him the love. Give him the praise that he so rightly deserves. Can't you hear the psalmist that you're hearing? Thank God. Why? Because he deserves your thanks. Let's pray. Father, we have so much to be thankful for. In fact, our ledger is full of your mighty acts and your marvelous works in our lives. God, you've done so much that time and opportunity wouldn't even avail us to keep talking about just how good you've been. You really have been good. In spite of it all, in spite of our hills, in spite of our valleys, in spite of the mountains that we've encountered, you've still been good. So we say, from the rising of the sun, to the going down of the same. We are going to praise your holy name. And Father, I pray even right now that each, as each one of us take inventory, take assessments of our lives, may we note just how much we owe you. And God, may we be diligent and giving you the thanks and giving you the gratitude that you so rightly deserve. Father, we pause even right now to say thank you for your son who died to save us from our sins. We say thank you, Jesus, for paying the penalty of our sins. Nobody but you could do it. And we thank you for going to that rugged cross. We thank you for dying. We thank you for being buried. We thank you for getting up and securing such a great salvation. We praise you and we honor you this hour. Now, God, maybe there's somebody who is disconnected from you, disconnected even from the local church. Father, I pray that even as they take their own inventory, that they will recognize, God, that they're in a deficit without you. They're in a deep deficit without you in their lives. Father, I pray that you would draw them to yourself this very hour. Balance the ledger of their life. Let them know, God, that if they would turn their lives over to you, you would freedom of their sin, give them a new leaf. In fact, you'll give them a whole new ledger. We thank you that what you're able to do. Draw by your power, draw by your might is our prayer. We thank you, God. Maybe there's somebody who needs to rejoin your local church. God, I pray that you would give them that strength to say yes and to come back home. We say thank you for hearing us. Thank you for answering us. 
in Jesus name we pray and we ask it all all of God's people say amen and amen